Are you for giving? Let me clarify my question. Are you pro-giving? Right? If someone is pro-life, then they are for life. If someone is pro-education, then they are for education. They advocate and rally for life, for education, etc. So are you for giving? Are you for giving presents to your children on their birthdays and holidays to your spouse? Are you for giving to a local charity? Do you advocate for being generous? Do you stand up for, are you someone whose life shows a life of giving? Did you answer yes to all these questions? Or to any of them? Good. I have another question or some other questions for you. Are you pro-giving, are you, that is, are you for giving to those who do not deserve it? Are you for giving to those who do not work or put no effort into earning for their own selves? Are you for giving to those who do not show any gratitude? Are you for giving to those who are less fortunate but haven't done anything so as to merit your gift? How did you answer those questions? Maybe you were a little hesitant to say yes so quickly. Maybe you put conditions on giving in that way. Maybe you said no. I'll come back to those questions. Last week, Jesus presented the means by which one ought to approach correcting someone who sins against us. He instructed at first it should be person to person. And if that doesn't work, to two or three friends or witnesses. And if that doesn't work, then if necessary, you bring it to the church. And so it's in this context, this conversation, that Peter asks the question today. Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times. So in a sense... Last week, we received, let's just say, the procedure policy on how to go about correcting someone. But this week, we go a little deeper into the interior, into the heart of the person. You know, Peter has a really good question, right? How many times must I forgive someone who has sinned against me? And Peter considers seven times to be pretty merciful. I think that's a good number. But Jesus replies with this, I say to you not seven times, but 77 times. In other words, your mercy, your forgiveness must be excessive. You must forgive over and over and over again. And so like many times before, how does Jesus explain his point? With a parable. And I've mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again, that parable, ha- they, they always have an element that catch our attention because it's a little odd or it's a little strange, and so that gives us a clue into the meaning of the parable. So what is the clue in this parable? Well, it's when it says that the servant owed a huge amount. But see, the text literally says that he owed 10,000 talents. What does that mean? 
That means this guy owed 60 million denarii. A denarii was a day's wage. He owed owed 60 million days worth of wages to this person. It would have taken this guy over 160,000 years to pay off his debt. Now what's interesting is that he says he'll work it off. But obviously he can't work 160,000 years. He'd still be working today. That really happened 2,000 years ago. He'd still be trying to pay off his debt. So what does Jesus say? He says, there's no way this guy can pay off his debt. But the story tells us, moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the debt. Moved with compassion, he said, you are free of all that you owe me. And what does the forgiven servant then do? He goes and finds someone who owes him a debt. And it said that person owed him a much smaller debt, but literally in the text it says that he owed him a hundred denarii, a hundred days wage. Now compare that to 60 million days wages. And so he begins to choke him and demand him, pay what you owe, pay what you owe. You see, the master's mercy towards that servant was exorbitant. It was extravagant. It was unprecedented. But this servant's mercy was non-existent. He had no forgiveness in his heart toward his fellow servant for a much, much smaller debt. How did you answer those, those second set of questions earlier? Are you pro-giving? Are you for-giving toward those who do not deserve it or do not merit it? Because depending how we answer these questions shows us just how much we are willing to forgive, to be merciful. You see, you and I have been given something that we do not deserve. We didn't marry. You see, through our sin, we've hurt. We've sinned against God. And the debt of our sin is something that we can never, we could never pay off ourselves. We needed a Savior, a Redeemer, to pay the debt of sin that we had no way of paying. And according to justice, we deserve to be separated from God. Because our separation was our own choice through our own sin. Now, oftentimes, this is kind of tough for us, especially in our own culture, to accept because we approach a lot of these things with the mentality of entitlement. We deserve forgiveness. We deserve to be forgiven of our sins, of our debts. We merit it just by being who we are. You see, our pride has placed us where we think that we deserve everything. But when it comes to sin, my brothers and sisters, we really do not deserve or merit forgiveness. Yet God in his utter and sheer goodness sent his only son to save us, 
to pay the debt we could not pay, to forgive us. Remember the words on the cross? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You see, Jesus, see, he was pro-giving. He was for-giving. And he gave himself for us who did not deserve it. I'll ask you again, are you pro-giving? Are you for-giving? Are you for-giving toward those who do not deserve it, who do not merit it? Because to be pro-giving, to be for-giving in that way is to be merciful. The essence of forgiveness lies in being for-giving towards those who do not deserve it. That is the essence of forgiveness. What do I mean? When someone hurts us, when someone wrongs us, when someone sins against us, when someone persecutes us, we have the natural reaction to do what? To give them what they deserve. To return the favor, an eye for an eye, as the Old Testament says. To render justice. Because naturally we tend toward justice. Or maybe we simply just want to hold on to it, to leverage it against them, to dangle it over their head, the unforgiveness in our heart. However, to be people who are truly forgiving, even to those who do not deserve it, means to be a people of mercy and forgiveness, to be forgiving. We move to the end of the parable, which is very beautiful, but very challenging. And we should hear these words as though Jesus is speaking them to each one of us. He says, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? And then Jesus continues. And telling the story, then in his anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. Then the key line, so will my heavenly father do to you. Unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. There's the key. Forgiveness from the heart. Forgiveness that is moved by those who do not deserve it because we have been forgiven ourselves. You see, the amount of times we have been forgiven, we should then forgive. And the amount of times that we have forgiven those who hurt hurt us, those who wronged us, those who sinned against us, those who persecuted us, will not even come close to the amount of times God has forgiven you and I. But then the even more stronger words from Jesus. The Father will treat us as we have treated our neighbor. You see, we pray for this every Sunday and every time we say the words, Our Father. Because we pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So my brothers and sisters, are you harboring unforgiveness in the depths of your heart? 
whether it's toward your spouse, your sons and daughters, or for your children toward your parents, or to any relatives, a friend, a co-worker, a random person who hurt you, are you harboring unforgiveness in your heart? Be honest with yourselves. Today, let your heart be softened. Let your heart be moved with compassion by the mercy that God has shown you. Although they may not deserve it, give it. Be pro-giving. Be forgiving. Forgive from your heart as you have been forgiven. God bless you.